So I think what story does, it just opens your prospect up to keep listening. That was Trevor Rappley from corporatefilming.net. And this is the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. And today's episode, we're going to explore the power of emotion and storytelling in your video marketing. So stick around. This is the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, helping you engage your ideal audience to action through online video. I'll be bringing you the absolute best in the world of video marketing, content creation, storytelling, and marketing strategy, as together we grow to dominate online video and build profitable businesses. I'm your host, Ben Amos. Now let's get on with the show. G'day and welcome back to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. This is episode 109 of the show and welcome back. If you've listened before, I appreciate you and I appreciate you for being a regular listener to this show. And if you're new here, welcome. I'm really glad that you've decided to spend some time here to listen and learn all about the world of video marketing to help grow your business. In today's episode, I'm speaking with Trevor Rappley, CEO and founder of CorporateFilming.net, a national video production firm based in the US that drives profit to businesses through story and emotion. And that is exactly what we're going to explore. You see, I know for many people listening, they understand the power of video in communicating emotion and telling stories. But what I'd really like to unpack for you today is the role that storytelling and emotion plays within business communication and marketing. The thing is that consumers aren't really as savvy as they might want to believe. You see, there's a saying that goes, people buy with emotion and then they justify that decision with logic. And studies by neuroscientists have found that people whose brains are damaged in the area that's capable of generating emotions are actually incapable of making decisions. And this is really interesting when you unpack that and understand the power of connecting on an emotional level with a consumer, with an audience, when you're trying to influence the purchase decision that you want them to make. So in today's episode, I've invited Trevor on for a bit of a conversation about how he's using emotion and storytelling in the work that he's doing for his clients and the video work that he's doing. And we explore this within the context of a video production company, but it's equally relevant for people who are considering using video to market their own business as well. So I can't wait to get into this episode for you today. And Without further ado, let's just jump right in. This is my interview with Trevor Rappley from corporatefilming.net. Trevor Rappley, welcome to the show. Hey, Ben. Thank you. Thank you for letting me be on the show. You're very welcome. I'm looking forward to what you're able to share with our listeners here today. So for those people that um, haven't heard about you before or or come across your company, Corporate Filming, can we uh, share a little bit more about your story? What led you into what you do in the world of video today? I uh, love that. I mean, so Corporate Filming, I mean, I got started started with filming when I was like 13. Uh, uh, For all the people out there that love film. I mean, I've, I've been, I've been in love with film since I was 13. So I had, uh, my first company been DVDs to DVDs to remember.net at age 13. I was converting VHS to DVD, uh, bringing it way back to the, like the 2002. That would have been fun. <laughs> yeah. I was making like 14 bucks a disc with a profit of like 1350. I didn't know what profit was back then, but you know, just that's when I really fell in love with 
capturing moments and capturing the story, just filming these raw moments, you know, with my dad's big camera that was, you know, that like you went to the gym type thing. And, um, and I, age 15, I started my own, uh, eventsfilming.net. We filmed weddings. Um, and now I'm 29. Uh, we now, uh, 15 years later, now we focus solely on helping corporations drive sales through story. Cool. Very powerful. So for you, particularly thinking about video today in the world of, of corporate video and video for business, what do you think is so powerful about video in communicating messaging from a business? Yeah. So I, a lot, a lot of the problem that we're trying to fix here at corporate filming is the fact that so many corporations and video people listening, they, they approach video from, I think a wrong standpoint, right? If the video that you're creating doesn't evoke emotion story, it doesn't make me laugh. It doesn't make me feel something that in 2019, that video won't have the effect that you think it will. So what we try to do with every video is have a story, have emotion, have a funny moment, make somebody feel something. And then that way, that corporation or that videographer making that video, if, if you make somebody cry, especially in a good way, right? I mean, they're going to be emotionally tied to your business and or they're going to use you again as that film crew because you did something that nobody else did, which is you kind of went off script and you really dove into the story. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, why is that emotion so powerful when you're just trying to sell something? So I think the world did a switch and I love that question. Marketing just used to be, Hey, I have the best product. Hey, I sell the best hats. Hey, I have the best laptop bag, but it's really now people want to emotionally be emotionally connected to the brand that they're going to buy from. It was this flip that I think happened at, like honestly, 2016, very recently, where if people don't feel a connection to the person they want to buy from, that purchase will probably not go through. So being able to tell that story, to have an emotional connection to what you're trying to sell really is going to just skyrocket your sales because everyone else is just going to do a video about their product but you are going to do something about the story and the impact that your product will have on somebody. And a line I really like to say is people work with people, not logos. So being able to show your people doing what they love is really what's going to set you apart. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm, I, I couldn't agree more. And I'm interested to hear from your perspective, what you would say to those business owners out there who are like, okay, Trevor, I get that emotions in storytelling is important, but I, my business is not emotional. It's, it's boring. You know, how do I, how do you encourage people to find those, those stories that are, that are going to evoke the right emotions that actually not just make people cry for the sake of making people cry, but, you know, yeah. actually lead to a business outcome, right? Cause that's the, that's the goal at the end of the day, right? Yeah. So the, at the end of the day, back in the day, video just used to be, okay, I made a five minute video, check that box. Now it's no, it's no longer that 
So being able to showcase the emotion. So to that business owner, that's just like, ah, where's the story in my business, right? One of my favorite things, because I'm on the sales side and the the creative side, is diving into that story. Every single thing has a story. If uh, you sell a hat, maybe you focus on why you started to sell hats and you go back to you as a kid wearing a hat and saying, at age 13, my head was too big for hats. I, I'm just making up a story, right? Like then I made, <laughs> so I made hats for larger heads. I Hopefully that example comes across the right way. Uh, and then, or maybe it's the worker, right? Maybe it's the worker that you gave him or her a job. Now he's able to have flexible time because you let him go see his kid's soccer game every Friday and leave at three. It's there's a story behind everything. So I always ask people to ask themselves, why are you doing what you're doing? And most of the time with business owners, especially, it's not to just make money. So dive into that. So hopefully that answered that the right way. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And, you know, I am through my questions here, just going to play devil's advocate a bit to help unpack this for the listeners, because you know that I'm on the same side as you, like the power of story is so critical to everything that we do in my own business as well. So I'm with you on this, Trevor, but I'm going to ask you a few questions here to see, to see how your, uh, how your responses help unpack this for our listeners. So, you know, if you think about, uh, that idea of, of telling that story or that, that, that big why story or that, you know, how you got started in this business selling hats, for example, Mm -hmm. you don't need to use that example, but you think about that, (laughs) but then you connect that to the fact that great, but how does that make me sell more hats, right? If someone wants a hat, do they care about my story? What do you say to people there? I, I, I love that response. And, and I think my gut reaction is kind of goes back to what I first said, which is consumers, business owners want to sell to people that want to buy from them. Right? So if you take away the business owner and you put me in the shoes of the consumer that wants to buy that hat, why should I choose your hat? Right? It's maybe it's the story behind the hat. Maybe you get back to a good cause, right? Maybe if you tell your story as the business owner, how you got fired from five jobs, you were homeless on the street, and then you thought of an idea to make hats, right? And now you guys are a national company doing $10 million in revenue and you have a hundred staff members. Now I'm connected to your hat story. So I, I, it, to every business owner out there, if, if you're confused about video, honestly, even you, I'm not saying to not hire a pro film team, right? But even you turn, turn, you know, turning your phone around and doing, Hey, I'm Trevor. I'm here with my office staff today. Even that will get you to close more sales because they see you're human and they see your passion. So I think passion and story then go hand in hand. If you just show both, you're now humanized and you will stand out from every other person that does exactly what you do. Yeah. It's so important, isn't it? It's that human connection, like you said before, that people buy from people and, Mm -hmm. you know, the recognizing that if you can do something within your marketing that allows people to recognize the people behind the, the logo, behind the brand, behind the product, then people are more likely to want to invest their money in that if it's a product 
or service that they need, right? So yeah. with with that in mind, can you can you share with us some uh, some ways that people can unpack the stories that are going to have the right sort of impact in their business? You've already mentioned the, uh, you know, how we got started, the kind of backstory of the business. Is, are there other kind of typical stories that you tend to be able to unpack that are valuable for a business? Yeah, so I think it's something we just started doing, Ben, six six months ago. We were selling customer testimonials, right? Hey, let's come film your customer loving what you sold them. And then somebody asked me like six months ago, they were like, well, Trevor, where are your customer testimonials? And we had none. So we were trying to sell a service that we didn't have ourselves. So that made me realize, so the story of your business can also be the story of how you helped your customer succeed, how, how, like how you made your customer's life better. For example, I mean, I want to rescind the hat example because I'm lost on that. But I mean, <laughs> like, for, for example, let's say with our business, right? Instead of me rambling, which I can ramble about how we can help somebody drive sales with video, take me out of the picture literally and put my happy customer in. So, for example, someone named One Login, we do all of their videos for them um, nationally, whether it's their customers, their events are their product videos. We sat them down and I asked, Hey, do you recommend corporate filming? They verbatim said something like, honestly, I wish I could put corporate filming in a box and take you guys um, everywhere because you have truly helped drive sales and culture to our business. Now that soundbite, I send that out to every prospect. I send that out to every lead. I now that's on our website, people, Ben, it kind of was a, a revelation to me. People watch our testimonial videos more than our actual promotional videos because it's somebody else telling the story of how our business helped them. So to answer your question, I think the first thing you could do to any business owners listening, ask five of the people that have bought from you. Three will say yes. Two will say Two will say no, and you have three people on film raving about you. I feel like that's what I would recommend. Yeah. I mean, what you've hit on there is it's just so much more powerful for other people to say how good you are rather than you saying how good you are because, you know, you can say how good you are as a business until you're blue in the face. But, you know, the reality is that having other real people that your other ideal customers can relate to. So it's kind of they can see themselves in that shoes, in those shoes and having that same experience. If they worked with a company like yours, for example, then, you know, that's the kind of client stories that are so, so powerful and important to tell. And I think what critically what you've hit on there is that you're not positioning yourself or your brand as the hero of that story, but your clients as the heroes of that story to help them succeed. Is that right? Yeah, and I and I think kind of I wanted to say a point to that point before I forgot. As a business owner and other own, owners listening, I know what the roller coaster ride is being the owner, right? You have ten good months, five good months, five bad. Like you just kind of it's this roller coaster, right? So being able, I, I believe in a lot of sales don't go through because the consumer doesn't trust you. So being able to provide social proof of, hey, here's Kim 
from Kim's Hardware, I, may, I just made that name up, saying how much she loved us and how much our videos have helped drive her sales. Then I send that out to every prospect asking the same thing that Kim wants. I mean, literally, I'm speaking from, a, from an example. The minute that our testimonials were front and center before and we did those, our revenue has doubled since last year. And I, and I know that's because we had our testimonials and our story front and center. Yeah, cool. And you're, you're practicing what you preach. You're uh, eating yeah. your own cooking. You're whatever that phrase is, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I see um, particularly in the world of video producers um, so often, too often, uh, where the, the cobbler's kids that have no shoes, you know, that, that's another way to say it, right? The idea of we are so busy creating great video strategies and content for our clients that we forget to, or we never get around to doing it for our own businesses. But what you've recognized True. there is it's so critical, right? Because you've got to practice what you preach. And we came to that realization in my business um, a couple of years ago, and we started implementing more video more strategically into our own business. And it's made such a difference, huge difference. So good to hear. Same yeah. story with corporate filming. That's cool. Yeah. So, so let's, um, let's just talk a little bit more about, um, that idea of finding and telling a story for the purpose of, of communicating, um, the benefits of a business there. Where do you see when people do use storytelling? And I'm going to assume it's not your clients because they've got you working with them, but in other examples that you see, where do you see that people get this wrong? You know, are there some common mistakes that you see when businesses are trying to tell stories, but it just, doesn't land right or it doesn't come together right or there's some critical elements missing. I, I'm so happy you asked that because it's something that we see every day. It's so th I think the three things that people get wrong when they finally invest in video is a, they go with the lowest option, cheapest option, which you're going to get what you pay for. Right. The second thing is, they make a video that's like five, seven, eight minutes long. Like even my mom wouldn't watch an eight minute video of my business. Like she just wouldn't. So they make it too long. The third thing is they just, they just have them talking in front of a, in front of a screen, but there's no footage. For example, what we recommend people to do is create one 90 second video video and a bunch of other 30 second social videos. And some of the feedback I get is Trevor, wow, it costs X. Why is it only 90 seconds? Why do you still have to come in for eight hours for a 90 second piece? I go, well, we cut everybody up and we use the best 3%. And at the very end of the video, keep in mind, you're not making a video to just make a video. You're making a video. So at the end of it, they call you, they write back, or they buy from you. So if the video is too long, everyone's going to go back on Instagram. They're going to go back on, on Facebook and they're just not going to actually complete what they were, what they were there to do, which is buy from you. So, um, so making it too long. And also if you do hire a video crew, make sure they, they, they actually film you doing what you're talking about. So if, so if you are talking about, for example, us, when I talk about what we do, it's not just my face on screen. It goes to our team working hard up at five in the morning, hugging our team, picking up the camera. So then our prospects can envision that, oh, that could be me. Oh, that could be me. 
Like, so it's the, so I guess the one takeaway, Ben, that I see the most that people do wrong is they, is they make a video just to make a video, but you need to actually have an end goal in mind and make that video. Honestly, Ben, it's becoming even 90 seconds is getting too long now from purely a marketing standpoint, 60 seconds is the, is perfect. And is that recommendation of 60 seconds, irregardless of platform that the, the content's being distributed on or where do you lean in that, in that space? So Instagram, 60 seconds, Facebook could be 90 LinkedIn. I mean, LinkedIn is where the world's kind of going now. I mean, that platform could be 90. I mean, YouTube allows up to, I think five hours, right? But you, you, my recommendation is no matter the platform, if you make a video over two minutes, I honestly believe only 20% of people are actually going to watch it till the very end. It's just, it's just too long from people's attention spans these days. Yeah. And I guess critically, it is a matter of just testing and measuring and paying attention to things like retention metrics and which is how long people watched your videos for and, and learning from your audience, you know, because different audiences are going to respond differently to, to different forms of communication. So yeah, really, really uh, valuable advice there. So Trevor, um, I want to again, play devil's advocate a little bit here, but is there any place within the sales and marketing funnel or journey um, for a business where stories aren't the right form of communication for video? Like is there, is stories the, the be all and end all or you know, and emotional content like you're talking about here, or is there a place for creating content that's more rational or mm-hmm. direct or not getting hung on emotions? Yeah. <clears throat> so I think what story does, it just opens your prospect up to keep listening, right? So a lot of sales cycles, they can last a week. Some can last three years, right? We just landed someone after three years of follow-up. So to your point, say story will make them comfortable. Uh, ben is so nice. Trevor's so nice. He's been doing it since he was 13. So like the story humanizes us. One, the, the further someone gets down the funnel, whether it's the 10th time you, you, you know, send them an email, it might be time to send like a hard hitting um, video, very like punchy. For example, with what we do, Corporate filming, it's time to drive your sales today. Sign up now. Like very, very, very punchy. That's because they're so further down the funnel. And then we remarket to our Facebook ads, to our um, HubSpot contacts. So people that have heard your name for like, I would say six months or more, it's probably about time you finally go in for like the hard sell and you maybe send them a video that's more like, I want to help you drive your sales. So I'm not sure if that answered the question, but that's what I would recommend. Yeah, sure. I mean, it does. It recognizes that there's different approaches for different stages in the in the customer journey through through to buying from you. So, yeah, absolutely. So let me ask you this, Trevor. Um, at corporate filming, is are you uh, focused on just creating that content that tells the story, or are you creating content of different sorts all through that customer journey, like we just talked about there? Yeah. So really what we do best here at corporate filming is we come in for one day and we film for eight hours, everything, your people laughing, sound bites, them hugging each other, your happy clients from that, 
we recommend and what we do is the overall brand video, the about us video that I recommend for people goes right on your homepage. Please don't put it on your third tab or at the bottom because no one's going to watch it. It needs to be the first thing you see. Secondly, create, create, we now create monthly content of various topics. So to keep engaging your prospects, your leads, because you can't keep sending the same video. Keep in mind, five, five you know, years ago, you probably could. But now people are getting keen to this whole marketing thing. So creating different forms of content, such as a why I love my job film, right? Your happy client saying they love what you do. Maybe you focus and you do a video on national like dog day. Maybe you do one about when your team goes on an incentive trip and you guys do a video of them lounging on the beach. It's just content that humanizes your company will always help your sales because people want to work with people. So being able to just highlight your people, putting the script away, just, just, I get very passionate about this because I feel like no one has such a focus on the people and that's what's truly going to drive sales in 2019 and beyond. Yeah. Cool. I'm interested to hear from you. Uh, I, you mentioned there that you're creating those monthly videos. Is that from that, from that one eight hour day that you're then repurposing and reusing that content for ongoing content? Is that your, your strategy there? Yeah. So we found out as we've scaled from that, a lot of our hard costs come from the filming day, the traveling, the cameras, the camera people, the everything. What's less of a cost is our post production. So we all met, we're like, how can we add more value to the people that already trust us? And we look for an eight hour day, most of our clients in 2018, they only got one video. So they're missing. We, we, we could honestly probably make 25 videos from one day of filming. So, um, we, we repurpose the same content. We, we, we have some higher volume clients that use us every month and we film in a new city every single month. We have some clients that want just new content from content that we um, already shot. Either way is great because content is still content and people want to see videos in 2019. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. I mean, what you're doing there is you're being strategic about the content creation process and then recognizing that, you know, for a business today, creating and investing in just one video is not the best use of their, of their resources. You know, like there is so many different opportunities to repurpose content and reuse and build a library of content. If you're working with a videographer or, or a video production company within your business, I recommend considering that process as like building a library of content right? And um, that library of content can be hugely valuable over the long period of time. And that sounds to me like what you guys are offering at Corporate Filming. Is that right? Yes. Thank you. We, we, I get so obsessed and we get so passionate about when we figured out that just monthly video creation will continue to drive sales, profit, engagement, culture. It's when our business completely flipped 
last year. We used to be fully a wedding team, which I never mentioned. And then we flipped because it just got too saturated. Everyone films weddings. So we want to do what everyone isn't doing. And what everyone isn't doing yet, they will be very shortly. But like, is this monthly video creation on autopilot for one price a year? And we send them a Google Doc and they tell us where to go and when. And then within 14 days, they have their film done. So we just make it really easy to drive content and, and to film content. And are you helping them with the distribution of that content at all, Trevor? Or are you just handing them the, the edited files and saying, good luck? So every, business, so every business owner listening, you can relate to this. Every client asks me, Trevor, the film's done. So now what do I do with it? Yeah. And we're just, we're, I mean, being kind of honest here, we're losing out on money because we don't have something in place yet. So by 1-1-2020, we want to have partners in place. We can go, awesome. Here's Bob, Mary, Tim. They can help you get on SEO, PPC. So you're absolutely correct. That is a business flaw, to be honest, that we want to tackle 1-1-2020 to continue adding value to them. Yeah. I mean, you're not alone. Like I hear this, yeah. I speak to a lot of video producers and it's that it's that constant struggle of handing over content that you know, everyone's really proud of that they've spent good money yep. on and the producer is really proud of the work they've done and then they check back in like six months later and the client's just uploaded it to YouTube and it's had like 34 views, right? This was my particular story of, you know, about five or six years ago and it frustrated yeah. the heck out of me. So, you know, I think you're not alone. And um, the way that I recommend to people is, as video producers that they either do one or two things. They either um, become video strategists themselves and, and handle that distribution in-house within their team uh, or they partner with um, social media marketing agencies or, or third parties that can they can feed into like what you're talking about there. But by simply handing over a video to a client and saying, good luck, um, we're just we're letting our clients down. So I'm glad you're recognizing that too and are making changes. No, you're, you're making me laugh because it's you're absolutely correct. So we've nailed the video production side and the story side. Our team is so talent is so talented at that. What we want to tackle, like you said is continuing to offer value, which hence equals reoccurring revenue, which every owner wants that, right? So we want to tackle that in 2020. Awesome. Well, good luck. You'll have to uh, keep us posted on how that goes, Trevor. And I, re I really yeah. appreciate you coming on and sharing your your story and, and your insight into story for, for businesses and what you guys are up to there at Corporate Filming. So where can people find out more about you or follow what you're doing and, and come along on the journey with you guys? Yeah. So I would love, um, if anyone has questions, I, I would love to kind of help you out. It's just Trevor, T-R-E-V-O-R at corporatefilming.net. Our website is corporatefilming.net. And, uh, my personal, uh, Twitter is just Trevor Rapley and then Trevor loves story. So I would love it. Anyone to follow along. We post funny videos of us all the time and, and fun content. So, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, we'll have all the links to everything Trevor's got going on in the show notes for this episode at engagevideomarketing.com slash episode 109. So Trevor, thanks for joining me on the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. It's been, it's been real fun. Yeah. Thank you, Ben. All right. So thanks again to Trevor from Corporate Filming for joining me on the show today. 
I hope you got value from this episode. I'd love to hear from you what you want to learn more about in the world of video marketing to help grow your business or the work you're doing with your clients. So reach out to me anytime at engage underscore Ben on Instagram or Twitter and let me know who I should bring onto the show. What do you want to learn more about? What can I share with you to help you grow in your video marketing and your business? And if you've enjoyed today's show, I'd love for you to hit that subscribe button on your podcast player. It really helps me grow this show and to share more of this information freely with other people just like yourself. So that's it for today. And once again, I'm Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing, and I'm here to help you engage your ideal audience to action through effective online video. Don't be a stranger and join me again next week. Hey, Ben here. I just want to take a moment to help you out with something. If you, like many of the Engage Video Marketing podcast listeners, are looking for ways to do video for your business better, then keep listening. I've put together a free foundations video course designed to help you better understand the fundamentals of effective online video strategy for your brand or business. The three-part video series will step you through the roadmap to ensuring you know what videos to make and why, so you can get started the right way with video for your business. To jump in right now for free, head on over to engagevideomarketing.com foundations. I can't wait to see you there.